Hello, everyone. It is July 2nd, and you are listening to the best podcast. My name is Griffin Reynolds, and I'm joined, as always, by my best friend and pal, BJ Guest. Howdy, howdy, howdy. I'm BJ Guest. I think I've done the howdy, howdy, howdy joke already. Like hey, this month. I'm Woody. So. Howdy, 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 howdy. That movie came out. Shout, yeah, shout out to Toy Story 4. We watched the um, other one. We watched the first two, me and my son. He, um... Did he pay he, attention? Uh, <laughs> like, tw- like, 20 minutes, and then he'll run away for, like, 15, and then he'll come back for 10 minutes and sit and kind of, like, stare. Um, nah. So, I would say no. Like, if you asked him, hey, man, what, what was the plot of Toy Story 2? He probably couldn't tell you. Oh, Toy Story 2. That's, <sighs> a, that's, an un, that's like the underrated Toy Story movie. Because yes. everybody just talks about one and talks about three. And a lot of people are talking about how good four is. I heard it's um, really good. I was talking. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead, my friend. No, no. no go. My, please. Okay. No. Um, so, <laughs> what I've heard from people, I've yet to see it, um, is that it is a very good epilogue like if you think about it like that if you think the original three is a trilogy mm-hmm. and this is the epilogue to that story oh, think about it that way right and you get a lot of enjoyment out of it okay okay i was talking to my wife uh in the car about like how long toy story between toy story 2 and toy story 3 because i think mm-hmm. toy story 2 was like so you mean 90 life yeah 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 because <laughs> toy story 1 was like i want to say 95 i think it was the same year my sister was born and then Toy Story 2 came out like 98, maybe, maybe not. Um, definitely in the 90s. And then Toy Story 3 came out 2010 because, you know, we saw it when we were graduating. Um, Shout out class 2010. Yo. It's been 10 years since the last Toy Story movie. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, crazy. I didn't That's think about crazy. it. I thought I thought these two were like much closer together in time. And then I. Yeah. Toy Story 2 came out in 99. 99. Nice. Yeah. So Toy Story 1 was 95? Was I right about that? Keep going. I'll, I I'll think I it. am because I always think about it and Lion King because I think Lion King came out in 92 or 93, the same mm. year we were born, perhaps. 92. 92. And then Toy Story was always was in 95 when my sister was born. And that's the weird way I remembered the years those movies <laughs> oh, came out. It was 95. Toy Story 1 came out in 95. Oh, look, look at, at you. I don't know how my old sister is. Knowing your facts. She's the same age as Toy Story, and that's all I can tell you. (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) No, I need to go see those. Megan was talking about us three as a family going to go see Toy Story 4, and I I shot it down. I shot it down super hard. I said, no. No. My child is not even two. He can't sit down at at our house and watch a movie. I'm not paying $10 for him. I love him. But I'm not paying $10 for him to go sit in his dark theater and then yell. And ruin it for everybody else. And then we have to leave. On behalf of everybody else that is our age that is going to see that movie because we grew up watching Toy Story. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's the same. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. You don't take your kids to movies unless they are, you know, trained on movie etiquette. Like, sit down. Right. Don't speak. Save questions for the end. You get two Uh bathroom breaks. You're a child. I'll give you two. You're an adult. Yeah. You get one, unless you have a medical you condition. Yours you yours in in game five <sighs> minutes after we got it. Dude, it was the stupid. <laughs> it was the stupid Coke commercial with the bear. I was watching that thing. I said, "Oh, dog, now I gotta pee." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "You, you got up." And I was like, "You just went." I'm like, talking. I was like, "Where are you going?" And I missed my favorite character too. I missed, yeah. I miss Ant Man. I was really, I was disappointed the first time. But I went and saw it the second time, and I peed during a different time, so I knew what happened. I got the whole movie <laughs> in those two different times. So good. Ah, that was our intro. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was straight into it. Oh, yeah. um, oh man. So, Bud, what other than Toy Story have you been up to? We have been up to a lot in the guest house, um, doing a lot of like house stuff, doing a lot, a lot of like backyard things mm-hmm. um we well, are you're a homeowner now i'm a homeowner homeowner hone homer homeowner that's like hard Listen, to say man i went into my attic too many times this summer. i went it up there's there. like spiders in the attic I don't, I don't <sighs> see there's not spiders there's i haven't really seen any like animals up there it's just hot okay okay i was gonna say hot. please tell me you don't see scorpions up there i was like scorpions 
Scorpions uh, being people's addicts. Uh, uh, uh. No. no. I hadn't told you my scorpion story. No, you told me your scorpion story. Oh, okay. Okay, everybody, okay. Everybody, this is a really good story. Okay, Ooh, so I'm in my freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. I'm at my friend's apartment. And I like, and I'm, I'm like crashing there because they're helping take care of me because I have like the stomach flu. Mm-hmm. And I'm like in my buddy's bathroom, like laying on the floor. Gotcha. Like, like you know, because it's close to the toilet. Understandable. Um, and I'm like laying there and I hear like a, like I hear like, I was like, did something just hit the floor? And I look over and a scorpion had fallen out of the air vent onto the bathroom floor. Ooh. Now, oh, normally, it is not very big. It's just one of those, like, the Big little enough ones. to make a sound? Mm-mm, that's not too big. Big enough to make a sound. I heard it. Um, <laughs> and in any other state of mind, I would have lost it. I'd be like, that's a scorpion in here. <laughs> but I was, like, so, like, dehydrated and sick that I just took my shoe and, pow, it just killed it. It just lay, continued to lay on the, oh, dude. On the floor of the bathroom. Listen, that's, to the person who doesn't know you, they're like, oh, big deal. But the person who knows you, yeah, very brave. <laughs> Anything with like more than four legs, I'm not about it. <laughs> oh man, no. It, especially because I hate spiders and scorpions are just spiders with big stingers. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and I hate it. Ugh. See, now I'm scared. Ain't nobody else going uh-huh. up in that attic. I went up there nope, to change the air filter, and it took mm, me. Important. It took me like five minutes because like yeah. I had to go go up there, see where the air filter is. Because it's not one of those standard, yeah. like, in-the-wall mm-hmm. ones. It's, like, up exactly. in in the furnace. Well, it's, like, the big air filter. Yeah, and I had to, like, try to pull it out while the thing's going. Learned, that's very difficult. It's very difficult <laughs> yep. to pull the air filter out as the air conditioning's going. Uh-huh. So I had to crawl yep. back down, turn the air turn off, the air off, cuss a little bit, because it's very customary <laughs> in all of my house things to cuss, like, once or twice. Oh, cuss. I like to cuss like up in the attic really loud because I don't think people can hear me, but I'm very certain my wife can Except hear me. Your, your son is just standing at the bottom just, of the stairs to the attic. He can, like, and he's starting he's starting to mimic, so he's going to be busting out some curse words sooner or later. Um, <laughs> but no, did that. Took like, I want to say like five minutes. I was drenched in sweat. Oh, yeah. So doggone hot in that attic. But mm-hmm. you, no. ready to, you ready to wear a suit in July in uh, Georgia? In yeah. like... Yeah, I guess. Three weeks. I guess. <laughs> Be a quick wedding. Just, just do like a real like oh, quick I mean, it is. in and out. I, I'm t- no, well, we talked on the phone t- to David, um, who's mm-hmm. doing the ceremony, and I was like, David, I mean like 30 minutes, bud. Like four, <laughs> I was like, I was like, like 40 max. He's like, I got it. <laughs> I don't need no like stories about how I know the bride and groom. Like, let's just get in. Get I was married, like, we are up there. Home. We do something. We do something sweet. We do a prayer. Maybe do some words, and then you do the legal stuff, and then we're done. Go to the <laughs> air conditioning. Done so. <sighs> but no. Besides house stuff, I have been watching an anime called. Ooh. Uh, it's called The Rise or the Rising of the Shield Hero. Our friend Tim, who was on our bonus um, Dungeons and Dragons episodes, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. recommended. Rec- recommended. He told me about it. It's it's on Funimation. It's on mm-hmm. that. Um, it's really good, Griffin. There, mm-hmm. when Tim was telling me about, it, he was like, "The story's phenomenal. The characters are going to make you hate them." He said they're oh. going to be so mean and oh. so like unfair to the main protagonist. You're going to literally like feel it in your stomach. Anger. Is this um, Dolores Umbridge levels of hate? From Harry Potter, because um, you know, oh, I know. like I, know. I have, I have a hard time watching the fifth Harry Potter movie. <laughs> no, it's, I hate it's, her so much. <laughs> it's close. Okay. It's close. Um, no, but it's really, really good. I'm not going to get too deep into it. Um, but it's nice. It's a nice um change of pace. And I've been watching Breaking Bad. I'm on season mm. three already. Nice. Um. There's a character on there that I I hate with your same intensity of Dolores Umbridge because oh who is it? It is Walter White's wife. Her oh, name is Skyler. Yes. She, she sucks. sucks. <laughs> she sucks. So bad. I was trying to talk to like because Megan in the beginning like I don't want to watch people cook meth. I don't want anything to do with that. I said that's understandable, honey. But I, I'm I'm it. going to continue because it's good. <laughs> well, you should have told her that about Game of Thrones, but here we are. No, here we are. But um, <laughs> and so um, I was watching it in the den 
one night and um, she was sitting on the couch like reading or something. She started like kind of like poking her head, like watching and to the point where she like closed her book and was watching with me. <laughs> and she started having some speculations about that girl and her, her hoariness. Mm-mm. Sk- oh yeah. Skylar's, it ain't good. Nah, I don't, don't ruin it for me. Oh, I mean, I, She's well, terrible. See, I think I only watched through season four uh, see, mm, or five. Mm. Shh, shh. Well, this was also years ago. I just remember that I don't like her. She no, she's terrible. <laughs> she's terrible. I'm I literally kind of groan every time I see her. Oh uh, uh, yeah, she's the worst. It's her she stare. It's her stare that gets me. It's the open eyed. What am I doing wrong? Stare that makes me just hate her. So yep. Okay, that's enough about me. That's enough about me. And my like <laughs> hatred towards these characters I'm watching and my hatred for the heat in my attic. What's going on in your life, man? What's going on? What are you watching? What are you playing? Um, uh, well, speaking of TV shows, I've been catching up on Stranger Things Season 2. Um, Amy and I had left off last year or whatever. We had started watching it when it first came out. Um, and made it about halfway through and like we were not watching it together, but we were like, Oh, we'll be together, you mm-hmm. know, whenever and we'll we'll keep watching it. Yeah. And like that never happened. Like it just like never Yeah. Came to like we never finished watching it. So now I was like, yo, it comes out this week. Do you want to finish season two? She's like, Yeah. So we watched another episode last night and it was oh man. Do you immediately like, like Continue. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I am being rude. You continue your your thought. No, well, I will wait. Very, I will be patient. I'm trying to teach it to my you. family. <laughs> I'm trying to be a good role model. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah. So the we luckily we started watching the episode and it was immediately like, oh yeah, I remember this. Like mm-hmm. it was stuff yeah, yeah, just yeah. came flooding back really fast, so it wasn't a big deal. Do but you, now go ahead and ask okay. your question. Okay. Do you like season two compared to season one? I think that so far in season two, you kind of know what's, you know what to expect more or less. Not like that it's not surprising because there's some very surprising moments. Yeah. But like, you know, there's an upside down. You know that L has powers. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. all these things. Whereas during season one, this was all new. Yeah. Yeah. It was all, um, yeah. So that that's I, not that I, and honestly it has been way longer since I've seen season one. So mm-hmm. take that with a great, I haven't seen that in a long time. Um, been many moons since I've seen many moons <laughs> since I've seen season one. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's not bad by any means. Right. Okay. Um, I've also been playing a lot of, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. How much is a um, lot? I have a note here uh, <laughs> that you could see uh, that on Sunday I woke up, I fixed a coffee and a bagel and fed my cats, and I sat down on the couch at about 9.30, and I proceeded to play for probably like nine or ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> That was an embarrassing amount of time. Like I talked to Amy on the phone that night and I was, she was like, what'd you do today? And I was like, well, (laughs) (laughs) it was like one of those things where it's like, I don't mind telling her I played video games, but like when I tell her that number, I was like, okay, I'm a little embarrassed. Yeah. I I made a lot of progress. I I took down one of the ancient beasts. Okay. I got the master sword. Ooh, Dude, I I made some progress and I was like hurting when I first started. I was like, I've put a lot of time into this game and don't have a lot to show for it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden on Sunday, it was just like, you like just, just breeze through. Yeah. Like a breath of air. Just like a breath. It was just like a wild breath. Ah. See. Ah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so that is, I mean, mm-hmm. and besides working, obviously, because we're adults, but that yeah. is all that I've been doing. I do. The switch, is, the switch is portable. Take it to work. Take it to work. Take yeah. it to work. What I mean, are they going to do? Not, what are they going to do? Let you what? go? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly, <laughs> That's what, exactly what they do. <laughs> Can't just hide somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Griffin? He needs to be checking these prescriptions. I'm just in the back <laughs> playing <laughs> Zelda. It's like, you're, you're uh, going to need to go home, sir. Can't stay here. 
<laughs> oh. So what have you been uh, keeping up with the news this week? Um, Anything poke out to you, stand out? So only one thing, only one thing, and I forgot to put it into thing, so I apologize and forgive me. No surprise. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, so I told you about how the Pokemon, the, the, the new game Sword and Shield's coming out, and they're yeah. not going to put all the Pokemon in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they they announced it at the Nintendo Treehouse. I think we talked about it at the episode after our E3 episode. Um, oh yeah, it was like where we covered uh, part of Nintendo yeah. just because we couldn't get it in couldn't our first one. Um, and so they pretty much said, you know, we're not going to have a national de- decks, which is you know every Pokemon. We're just doing what's going to be on the Gala decks, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Um, the game director Masuda, I want to say, I never know the names of these people that I should know, but going for it um it happens yeah he tweeted out um either he tweeted out or it was tweeted out from a news article that he talked to basically like because the the backlash from the the pokemon community is enormous people yeah people uh, are (laughs) pissed which Mm -hmm. rightfully so i mean if you spend weeks you know shiny hunting uh 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 a cadabra i'll say and then you you ev training you get it it's ivs and you get everything to like it's a competitive shiny it's got the right nature it's got the right ability like that's a that's a lot of stuff and then you're done and you're like perfect i'm never letting him go and they're basically like no we're not taking no, this let him go. we're not taking this one into the new game i'll be kind of upset too um some people are but you know more toxic than others but you know that's the internet mm-hmm. and that's that's how that goes but um he um the the, the masuda i think masuda is the right name but probably not um the the creator of pokemon pretty much said we've heard what you said we're sorry we're still not we're still not having yeah, it I was, like, I was like uh this game has to come out like yeah. we don't have that kind of time yeah it was it was pretty much like a we hear you and, and silence crickets that's it I, we i understand you're upset i'm not doing anything about yeah, it no. um i think their big their big reason is you know time crunch as well as um uh the the data it takes for all of the animations um, takes a lot of space into games. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Um, for for what I understand, that that's like the primary reason we don't have everybody there. Um, right, and so yeah. they have to make so many so many models yeah. of all yeah. you know three uh, D models with the new engine and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like we're they can use stuff from the three DS. Like this is a new yeah. thing. Yeah, a thing I did hear about. And I, I guess it is not new news. It's old news, and I just don't pay attention. Is that they're not having Mega Evolution in the game, which makes me sad because yeah. I like Mega Evolution a lot. But <sighs> it is what it is, I guess. It's good. Yep. Yeah. I guess if I get a gigantic Pikachu, I guess it's all. Uh, dude, that is pretty worth. cool. It's pretty cool. It's very like kaiju esque, but. That's what I got. That's what I got. What about you, bud? What you shoot it out? Shoot it out for me, shooter. Shoot it, shoot, shoot a Elizabeth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't nobody call me Elizabeth. Everybody call me Liz. Oh, my daddy call me Elizabeth. <laughs> Shout out to Swamp People. God, that was such a good show. Oh my God, we're so, um, such hicks. Yeah. Anyway, so it is some <clears throat> things that I wanted to bring up this week. There's a uh, One Punch Man video game coming out called. One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows. Hmm. And here's my here's my proposition. Okay, okay, I'm listening. Is that you only get to play a Saitama if you play on the very easy mode and you beat everybody with one punch. Ah. Uh-huh. Because other than that, what? What's the yeah? What's the point? <laughs> what's I, the point? I think it. You should play as him. Hmm. That's one punch it's a, man. It's a it's a it's a fighting game, by the right. way. Three oh. on three, like fighting game. Oh, okay. I would imagine. Um, that guy is the one punch man, right? Satoto, whatever you said his name was. Saitama. Yeah. Sure. I say. Sure. You still play as him. But, everybody you fight is like extremely fast and hard to get to. Yeah. And so then 
you got to really work for that one punch. You gotta, <laughs> yeah, you got to like, you, you have to time it right. It. Yeah. But I mean, how can you, if it's a fighting game, I'm, I'm thinking like injustice, you know, mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. that sort of fighting, little, yep. that sort of style, or even like the Sojin jump game. Have you seen that thing? Um, that jump looks yeah, good. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, we need to talk about that some more. Um, oh, for real? You don't think it looks <laughs> good? It looks like poop. Oh. Um, and I heard it plays awful. Um, um, I get to play as Yugi, though. Yugi yeah, from Yugi. That's a little weird. The heart of the cards. <laughs> I get to be Seto Kaiba. Why do I know these people's names, but not other people? <laughs> yeah, you know, you know the names of the characters in Yu-Gi-Oh, Listen, but don't know the creative director on the Pokemon game you you're love. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Listen, I make the uh, my deck. My deck has no pathetic cards. Jokes. My grandpa's deck has no pathetic cards. Uh, every time I play spades with me and Megan's friends, I make that joke every single time. I look at yes. my cards. I look up at my partners, and I make that joke. And every time I hear my wife die a little. Uh, with that, uh-huh. that uh-huh. there he goes again. Nobody cares. Shut up. Oh, BJ. that darn, that darn BJ. That darn BJ. <laughs> so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> oh man, I watched a tangent as always. I watched a um video this week about like what are really the best and worst cards in Yugi's deck, and they did like a big analysis of it, mm-hmm. like of uh, like in the anime kind of thing. Yeah, and they they showed that clip from the first episode where he's like, my deck has no pathetic cards. And I was like, yes. <laughs> you got to believe in the heart of the cards, Joey. <laughs> Did you, I sent you that video of um, Yuki getting invited to the poker game in the oh basement. My oh my God, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> <sighs> this, is my, this is my buddy Yugi from work. <laughs> oh man, everybody. Uh, we'll, we'll have to uh, tweet, tweet that, that out yeah. on our Twitter page. Everybody can go check that out. Uh, okay. Um, Sorry. Yeah, we'll tweet out everything we're talking about. We'll try to anyway. So, um, interesting. I, I think it's going to be like Dragon Ball Fighters-esque, mm-hmm. the One Punch Man game. Huh. Uh, you know, three-on-three fighter, because that's what that Dragon Ball game is. And okay. um, I really think all the side characters in One Punch Man are super interesting. They are. Because that's like, that's kind of where that show shines. It's like all these characters get these like, have these like big like origins and backgrounds and all this stuff. And then they just like completely, they like build it, build it, build it. And then just completely downplay it yeah. with Saitama. He's like, I don't care. Like, I'm here to- <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just so funny. Cause you're like, wait, I want to know more about this random character. <laughs> and you'll never know. Nope. Um, but that's all about that. So, and um, speaking of another game, uh, Mario maker two is out for the Nintendo switch. I've seen some absolute brutal levels out there. Um, That is a game I don't think I have the patience to build levels with. (laughs) Okay, so Mario Maker 2, you essentially, you make the little 2D Mario levels. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you, you, do you like put them onto like a, a library where your friends, you say, hey man, try to beat my level. Here's my, like, here's the code or something, I guess. Right. Okay. So each, like when you finish the level, you get a code, you can share it with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I understand, there's also a like system where you can just say, I want to play easy levels that people have made. And you can go online and just play a list of easy levels, or I want to play moderate or hard or, you know, whatever. Um, or I want to play, I think there's like, I want to play a level nobody's beaten yet. Or, you know what I'm saying? Something right. like that. So, and hmm. It's just really funny to to see some of those how how crazy some of those levels are. Hmm. Okay, I'm just but processing. Mm-hmm. Is this I, something I, I, I think want? it would be right, and I think there are many videos out there explaining what that game is and what it has to offer. Um, I think it would be really cool to play a bunch of custom made Mar- uh, Mario levels, but. I think one of the main reasons you're buying the game is to build your own levels. And yeah. I don't know if I had the patience for that. I tried or, doing that or, on smash brothers and I uh-huh. could, I couldn't get like, I think I just not, I didn't take the time to like learn it well enough and like right. go and research how to make things the way they are. Cause I keep seeing mm-hmm. a bunch of SpongeBob memes as 
levels. And I'm like, well, I'm obviously invested because <laughs> they're jumping on Patrick Starr's booty cheeks, and I, I want to do that. So, but interesting. 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 It's, it's, all, it's all interesting today. Um, and the last bit of news is something we already touched on. Stranger, stranger, blue, stranger, stranger things. things season three comes out July 4th in two days. Oh. And um, America's birthday. America's birthday. Get scared. Um, and, you know, <laughs> it's the purge. It's a little shame. <laughs> oh, gosh, I couldn't. <laughs> those movies, those movies give me the heebie-jeebies. Because <laughs> it could happen. It could happen t- tomorrow. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think the purge is happening, but you know. uh, yeah, you never know. Because it's a government sanctioned thing. Anyway, we won't get into it. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. But um, little shameless <laughs> but, yeah. plug about Stranger Things season three. Um, if you haven't listened to it yet, we have um released as of this recording two episodes of our Stranger Things season three Dungeons and Dragons playthrough of the Hunt for the Tesla Hydra. Um, where me, Griffin, and our friend Tim are uh, going through that Dungeons and Dragons module and just having a good time. But um, oh, what's their things, name? Things. Coric uh, and Marza. Coric and Coric and Marza. Two best um, friends. Th- things go places in the episode coming out this Saturday. Oh yeah. <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> uh, check that out. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Any other news for you, my friend? Any other things? Uh, no, like um, nothing caught my eye, nothing other than those few things caught my eye this week. So I'm done. That's uh, all the news. So we can move into our main topic of this week, which I think is interesting and different from anything we've done so far. Um, we are going to cover a comic book this week. That's something that BJ and I have both read. Yeah, that's exactly right, Griffin. Thanks for saying that i don't know what i was trying to do there i, don't know. I, I was don't trying either. to go for like well like one of those news anchor things like well thanks griffin thanks for i don't know um, you're like thanks for saying that thanks I'm like, for speaking you're welcome <laughs> um the we're we're gonna talk about um uh saga the first the very first issue of saga um it is a a space romance family book um that's written by brian k vaughn and the art is by uh fiona staples uh brian k vaughn pull up my notes here that i wrote on a paper Ooh, yeah look at me uh brian k vaughn is um uh the writer of i, I want to say the first volume it might be the first entire series of mm-hmm. marvel's runaways um oh. maybe the, the, he actually I want to say he wrote the first episode of the Hulu series as well. Um, Did you watch that? I I watched a part of it. I got I fell off. I fell off. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was yeah. it was just kind of like <sighs> I get it. Your your parents suck, but we've got it's too. It was too angsty. It was too angsty mm-hmm. for me. I could I got that from like the previews. I'm like, ooh, this is a lot of angst. Yeah, yeah, and the and there is definitely some angst in the comic, but the comic book is super comic booky, right? And it kind of like helps. yeah, it helps with the whole like, oh, my parents are awful, but your parents are also ninja wizards, which is very fun, and yeah, and kind of relieves that like Riverdale esque kind of like angst in there. If that makes any mm-hmm. sense. You know where Riverdale, Archie, man, boy. You know who loves Riverdale? Besides me, who? Tanya Reynolds. Mama Tanya loves. Mama Tanya loves some She loves. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is like last summer, I think, when it had came out. Yeah. When Was that the season one or season two? I think it was two summers ago, season two. Because I I know me and Megan watched it. I think it was before Miles was born. So she... Like I was going to the beach and I was getting there super late at night. I got there at like two in the morning and she was still up watching Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> and she and she's like, I was gonna stay up for you to come home or to make it to the beach and make sure you got here okay. And I, I've been watching Riverdale and I'm not tired at all. I think I'm just gonna keep <laughs> watching. <laughs> so 
<laughs> and I was like wide awake from the drive side. Yeah. We just sat there and watched another episode <laughs> at like 2.30 in the morning. So complete tangent about Archie comics, which by the way, Fiona Staples, um, mostly her work is known through, through Saga. Um, but she also did a little bit of Archie comics, so we can tie it hey, in. Hey, we got, we we got, got that connection. There's that connection. Um, so I liked Riverdale. I liked the characters. I liked the connections. I thought Archie was the most boring of them all. <laughs> because, oh, really? Because half the time, it's it's Betty and Veronica. And I, I was telling Meg, I was like, we need to change the name of the show to The Adventures of Betty Veronica. Because half the time, is those two teaming up to do something and Archie is just kind of like a puppy. He's just in, he's just like pops up happy. He's like, yeah, I'll be there because secretly I just want to have sex with either one of you two. So I'm just going to follow along. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's how I felt. Okay. He just pops up from behind the couch. says, yeah, I'll, I'll go with you too. Let's go. Let's, Let's go guys. <laughs> I, like he literally is probably like panting in my mind. He's, you know, I've only seen season one, but that's the vibe I got. I, of I've, old I've only seen like an episode, so I don't, I don't know. But <laughs> um, from what I've seen online, I, I can probably agree with you. Yeah. Um, oh. From the Twitter. So yeah, from back to Saga. Saga. Brian K. Vaughn, the writer, wrote Runaways. Um, the other two books that he's quote unquote most famous for. He did some work for Marvel, but you know Marvel, some DC, some Vertigo stuff. Um, the most is his Image comic stuff, which images um, the comic company created by Robert Kirkman, the creator of Walking Dead. Um, Saga is one of those image books. Um, there's another book called Paper Girls that's a little bit newer. That's really, really good. It's still in it's in this weird sci-fi vein as Saga. And then there's mm-hmm. a, um, I only think it's about a six-issue miniseries called We Stand on Guard, um, which is about Canadian uh, revolutionists fighting against like the oppressive robot regime or something. There's robots in it. It's in Canada. It's very strange, but it's good. A lot of Brian K. Vaughn stuff. I am now like realizing this very second is strange. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So here's a little snippet from the comiXology Mm -hmm. um, app that you and I both use to read this uh, issue. If yeah. you have Unlimited, it is included with the Comixology Unlimited. Yeah. You get a month for free, just letting you know, because that's mm-hmm. what I'm using now. But so, saying it's tied mm-hmm. with your Amazon, too. It is. Yeah. So, so that's anything, really convenient. It was. So I didn't have to make an account. I just literally was like, hey, you want to sign in Amazon? And I was like, yep. <laughs> um, so Saga is a Star Wars-style action colliding with Game of Thrones-esque drama in an original sci-fi fantasy epic for mature readers as, and it goes on to explain the characters um, in this story. So I thought that was really cool because I'm a sucker for any time sci-fi and fantasy are mixed together. Mm -hmm. And I feel like what I've read so far, it really does this in a good way. Oh, yes. Because you get these really fantasy elements, and then all of a sudden there's like robot people, and you're like, "Yeah, what?" <laughs> yeah. So, oh, <coughs> excuse me. So, goodness, I was like, "Did you hear my cough? Dying, yeah. dying over here." <laughs> it's all that. It's all that attic. All dust. that attic dust is the scorpions. They probably laced <laughs> my drink it's with the scorpion scorpions. poison. <laughs> ah, but no. So, issue one is um, you meet. Our main characters, you meet Marco, you meet, um, pull up my notes, uh, Alana. Alana? Uh, Marco and Alana are from two different, uh, well, Alana's from the planet called Landfall, where Marco is from the moon that, you know, revolves around Landfall called Reef. And these two planets have been at war with each other. Um, one thing I really like about Saga is that rather than do this whole disposition at the very beginning. Right. It, it, we jump straight into what's going oh, on. Oh man. So, um, yeah. Alana and Marco, um, fall in love. Alana gets pregnant. And the very first scene, <laughs> the very first page is a up close shot of Alana sweating, saying like in, in labor. Having their yeah. 
like literally like started reading and like granted when i like saw this when i was like getting it on comiXology it was mm-hmm. like 17 and up and i was like oh they're probably gonna just like say some bad words or whatever nope. it like immediately into the first like issue I was, it was like her in labor and i was like oh my god yeah. <laughs> there's like some stuff happening in this <laughs> when it you're the snippet from comicsology that you read where it says for mature readers it really should have like bold all caps <laughs> like this is this like, is not something you want like your kid who's kind of interested in comics and you like comics in the day and you know you want to get back on it this is not the one you and your 12 year old read together nope, nope. this is nope. the one <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) you tell all your friends about because it's phenomenal, but it is not. You don't tell your kids. Um, Nope. (laughs) It's so the artwork is super good to me. I like it a lot. I like the there's the mixture of like the pencils, but it's not it's not like sketchy. There's this Mm -hmm. uh, the colors are just vivid and everywhere, and then just the the stuff in the background is super cool. You oh, got these yeah. randoms like, ah. So something interesting that, that I liked is just <clears throat> because you have their home worlds. So they're from different warring home worlds. It's kind of like a Romeo and Juliet type, mm-hmm. you know, vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you, it kind of explains a little bit to you. Like the wars are not actually taking place on the two planets because they realize that, not like blowing one up or severely damaging one will severely impact the other, like gravity and all that stuff. They kind of talk about that. Um, yeah. So like the wars are all fought on different worlds. <laughs> yeah. And if I say the, the world that it's, we start off of is a planet called cleave. I believe that's like, mm-hmm. like galaxies away or light, not like, I don't know. I don't really know space travel, obviously, because I have you know, haven't left Georgia for a while. Remember when we went to Delaware? God, Delaware. <laughs> it's bitching. I forgot about old Delaware. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Threw me off. Wasn't ready for Delaware. Um, <laughs> this is a throwback. Dude, yeah. So basically the whole story is, it's like you said, Romeo Juliet-esque. These two people who... Their their people hate each other. They they mm-hmm. you know they think the other is this like lesser being, essentially. Um, fall in love, have a child, and now each of their people is trying to capture and kill them. Um, afraid of this story coming out of these two the. I like the, the, the phrase they refer to um, uh, Marco as a Mooney, like that der- yeah, that derogatory term. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's so good. I'm just flipping through these pages and just the, 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 the colors are good. The, the, the lore, the lore, they just pepper in. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't take time to explain. I think the longest thing they explained was um the whole war thing and that's at the near the very end they started explaining you know like what's going on sort of thing because your first the first scene is lana's having the baby these people show up and by people i mean super awesome like winged like winged people they were like the troops from you don't really know this but i think they're the troops from the um, they're from landfall. They're from the, 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 they're from landfall, right? Yeah. And then they're like got wings and all this stuff. And then like the guy leading them is has like a suit of uh, or no, I'm sorry. The guy leading them is a guy with like a robot head. It looks like a television. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's like one of the races, mm-hmm. and that's so cool. And they're pretty much just like you know you're under arrest, da 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 da, and then <laughs> just. These other, like, they look like a mix of, like, sorcerer, druid, kind of, like, demons, yeah. almost. Especially the main mm-hmm. dude who's got, like, these uh, deer antler kind of things. Um, and, you know, Alana, who's from 
uh, the planet landfall. She has these kind of like fractured looking wings. Um, she's, you know, human looking, but she has these like almost like half wings. It looks like right. to me. And then Marco from the moon. Um, I always forget the name wreath. Um, he has like Ram. He's a human, but he looks like a human, but he has these Ram, uh, horns kind of flipping around, mm-hmm. um, curling around his ears. Um, and there's a monkey guy who's working this like garage they're hiding out in. Yeah. So she's giving birth on like top of a, like the hood of a car. Yeah, right. Yeah. Cause they're in like a chop shop type thing. That's what it looks. It, it looks like some sort of garage sort of deal, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and they, they, the, the, it's just so, it's so wacky. Oh, but it's so good. And so, the, the the people landfall come they wreck face the people from the moon the um wreath come and it, it's it's marco and lana together in this like huddle thinking you know we just had our child our child doesn't have a name yet and they're like holding each other and both sides start firing and it's this really really neat three little sections of you see one side getting torn to shreds. Then you see in the middle, there's Marco holding his, his wife and his child. Then the other side, you see the other side getting torn to shreds. And all three of them are fine. It was... Yeah. So, like, everybody on either side of the firefight dies. Yeah. Except for the people standing right in the middle. <laughs> and that was a really cool shot. Do you, what do you think about... I'm on... Um, what page am I on? I don't know what page I'm on. I'm on the, the one where the guy gets, like, his face... Ooh, yeah i saw that and i was just like man yeah like they were not kidding that this is a this is a mature, <laughs> like a mature yeah it is oh man and so basically the monkey who is who runs this garage shop got them handed them a piece of paper and then you go into this this exposition um and generally in comics when you have this uh not speech bubble text it's usually one of the characters thoughts um i don't think it's re- is it revealed in this episode issue it is it, it, it is, it okay, is. like remember. towards the beginning so the it, and i think this is really cool so it's actually the daughter of yeah. those two like narrating what everything is going on you find that out and it's it's really good uh, it i um, like and this is just a bj guest thing but i really like the way they have the uh exposition the what the the daughter is uh telling you at a, i'm assuming like a later time when she's telling the story but i like how yeah. they have it um like curved around the planets and it's not mm-hmm. it's just it's not you know your standard little box with lines right. in it I, it's i feel like kind of like floating anytime. and free yeah Right. Anytime that she is like narrating something, it's like worked into the art of the page really well. Yeah. And it's very sketchy. It's, it's like someone mm-hmm. literally got a pencil or a pen and just wrote it in. And I like that. Right. It's very, very like, I don't want to say unprofessional because this is professional grade without a yeah. doubt. I mean, this it's just, mm-hmm. it's very like homey, I guess maybe. I don't know. I don't know the emotions I have for this. <sighs> Think. <laughs> Just turning. I mean, it's so it's the it's 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 like an art style that I can say I've I've seen similar things in comics, mm-hmm. but it, it really stands out to me, and I really think it's interesting and neat. Yeah, I th- and I think the biggest thing is just the the characters, the the different. Mm-hmm different things you're going to see. Cause you, it, you know, you, I take a moment. It's just like, Oh wow. This is some sort of like, like monkey garage guy, or this is some sort of like war priest with these deer antler sort of things. Or, you know, this is a guy with a, a you know, old TV for a head sort of thing. Right. And I think something that this story did well, and if you're going to do something like this, you have to do this mm-hmm. where, um, we didn't get a lot of explanation up front. Obviously we're like thrown into this world. Yeah. And I immediately want to know like, okay, who, who are these races? Mm -hmm. What, you know, like tell me all about like, cause they're, you know, the, um, 
Marco and Alana, like Marco has the horns and Alana has like wings and, you know, like looks like a, a almost like a tiefling from Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. But, um, and I'm getting those thoughts and I'm like, okay, like who are these races? How do they get like this? How do those guys have magic powers? You know, and it's, you know, really interesting. Yeah. And I want to know how the, the, the guys with the TV heads, how, how are they a race? <laughs> oh, we find out in a second. Um, yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> we find out how they they procreate. Um, one thing I I like, and I'm not I'm not finished with this series. I'm I'm like, I think I'm like issue twenty one or twenty two out of the fifty four they have, and they're still coming out uh, monthly. They're still being right uh, produced. Um, so far, I haven't gotten any of those answers, and I like that. <laughs> yeah, th- and that's what I like too is mm-hmm. that it keeps me wanting. There, there are, I still have questions that any other like poorly written story would like upfront be like, this is the blah, blah, blah race. Yeah. They have like, blah, blah, you know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. whatever. But this is just like, yo, here's this story. Here's these characters. And you're just like, I, I, there's so much I want to know, but mm-hmm. it's like, no, here's the, here's the story we're telling. Yeah. Buckle up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Super good. So the first time I read this issue i think this is might be my third or fourth time reading Mm -hmm. saga issue one um the the next page after the scene with um the exposition from the daughter and you you're getting kind of like transported to one of the the planets um you see a very um intimate i would say Romantic? Uh, it, it is the most intimate <laughs> that I have seen in a comic book. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> um, this is a very mature book. Um, it's the two robot head people having intercourse. <laughs> and yep. I was not ready for that. <laughs> yeah, no. And one thing I want to point out is, in it, knowing what I know about this character later, um, is very interesting. There's um, the three little section. Uh, sorry panels at the bottom and you see it's his up close with his head which is a tv and it's all white and then it does like a flash of like a horn with like blood and grass and then Mm -hmm. it's the little kind of look of a tv that like an old tv that went off and the the like lights go straight to the middle yeah um i mean it, it obviously looks like a man who couldn't perform but is I think it's interesting that they're this race of the the robot TV face people show their mm-hmm. emotions by like images on their yeah. TV screens and um right and it's and it's they can talk I mean they're speaking yeah, yeah. the whole time and having conversations but it's just like it's just so weird because it's like a human body mm-hmm. with like a TV head yeah and then. And then they have an alligator butler. alligator butler. butler, I I want more alligator butler. I want a whole Yeah, I want to know about that sentient alligator butler. So nice. He's got the gloves. He's got the whole thing. Yep. None of it makes sense. And that's what I love about it. It's so wacky because you're in this world where it seems like most of the people of the main population have wings of different types. Mm -hmm. And then I got my alligator man. And I love it. Yeah, alligator butler. All about Alligator Butler. You think his name will be Al Alfred? Algafred? Boo. I'm making it work. I'm gonna I'm gonna think about it. <laughs> oh man. So basically we meet um one of to me, one of the more interesting characters, especially later on in the series. You don't get to mo- know much about him now, but you meet uh Prince Robot Four, who is uh like lineage of the robot race who's working with the people of landfall and it's this interesting conversation he has with some does he ever tell who he is oh yeah no he does not i don't think i think he does right there i can't remember i'm old i'm old and forgetful uh special agent gale secret intelligence oh pretty much there you go look at me uh pretty much explaining you know what we talked about earlier about how these two people met, fell in love, um, revealed that it's not like, because the robot guy was like, well, I've heard, you know, that the Moonies have been, you know, forcing themselves on 
are the people of the planet and there's a picture of them too where she's pregnant and they have wedding rings which yeah i thought was really neat um and those wedding rings mm-hmm. actually come in play later in the story um you got yeah i'm so sorry I, yeah i think that's no i was just gonna say i think it's interesting because he's just like in my head was like so nonchalantly like oh yeah they're savages they you know force themselves on to you know any mm-hmm. of those races from landfall and he's like no and then like the special agent guy's like no actually they're married yeah he's like oh <laughs> and this is from what i can tell this is like the first time it has happened in their recorded history that marriage or the between the marriage two between the yeah, two yeah, races yeah, yeah. yeah so it, i mean it very well could have been something that's happened before perhaps and it got you know silenced or right you know because this this is one of those like thousand year wars where I think they've like forgotten the real reason why they're fighting sort of thing. Right. I think it's just one of those. It's just, they're just yeah. fighting to fight at this point. Yeah. I love, I love the, the parent aspect of this, you know, the whole, these two people have a newborn baby. They are on a, a, a world that's neither of theirs. They have got all these people chasing them, but while they're doing all this stuff, they're trying to figure out how to raise a child, you know? Yeah. And I think that's really interesting, mm-hmm. interesting because you're, you're learning about these, you know, new races. You're like, okay, they're a couple. Okay. Now they have a baby. And it's like, you don't know anything about them, but like you're learning as they learn, yeah. which is, I think yeah. a, a really good um, storytelling aspect of this. Oh, definitely. Cause this, to me, this is, Yes, this is a space fantasy. This has got all these different people in these different places and these different positions. But to me, it, the core of this book is a a story of a family, and I think that's refreshing for because most comic books are stories of superheroes doing stuff, blah 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 blah. And then you know these, you know, more. I don't want to say mature. But more mature-esque stories are more kind of focused on those themes rather than just right. save the day sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is, don't get me wrong, save the day stories are fantastic. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's it when you said, hey, let's cover this this week, and I was kind of getting into it, I was like, this, one, this is not what I was expecting. Two, this is a really kind of mold breaker for what I was thinking about comics. Oh yeah. No, this is definitely a book for an adult who says, Hey, I want to get into the the genre. You know, I would definitely say saga is one of those. They definitely should look at. Um, Mm -hmm. It, it it changed the way I think of what's out there. Oh yeah. Most definitely. Um, What do you think about the character called the will? Um, I love him. I think he is a Han Solo-esque yeah. character in this story. And I cannot wait to see. I was like, he has like a giant cat that can really can tell when you're lying. And I'm all about it. Dude, lying cat. <laughs> and he also looks like he reminds me of Jason Statham. <laughs> I did not make that Jason Statham connection until right now. Yes. Yep. There's, there's a, I, I saw him and he like, he was like lighting up a cigarette. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm looking at the same, Jason. I'm was, looking at the same panel. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like reading. I was like, dude, that's Jason Statham. Dude. Yes. <laughs> like uh, if they ever made this into a movie, like mm-hmm. that it's typecast hundred percent. Like that's him. So, um, funny thing. You say that, uh, Brian K Vaughn has came out when people are like, you know, we're always making movies, you know, based off a of comic book, Saga is such a great story because I think Saga started in 2011. I want to 2012, excuse me. And he came out and said, "I am writing a story that is so the 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 characters and the worlds and the settings are so bizarre that you can't you can't turn them into a film or a movie." And just because it's so like because in a movie, I feel like you can't do this like. Oh, I don't know exactly ex- the reason I said I like this story where like there's all these like crazy characters and races mm-hmm. and all this stuff and they just like don't talk about it. Like, yeah, that would be really hard to to do in a movie. Yeah, I don't think you could pull off the TV, the robot people. <laughs> well, oh, no, uh-uh. it would be weird. Nah. And so we get 
to near the end of the first issue, um, there Alana and I will never remember this man's name, Marco, try to go over this bridge that was um, a map that the monkey man gave them, and they found that their two sides are fighting, having, you know, they thought that they never find the warrior. It's this, this cool part about how, essentially, they were talking about, like, how the, the odds are stacked against them, but, you know, together, they have hope. <laughs> and, and the girl's like, if you think I am calling my daughter that, I want a divorce. And I think that one little speech bubble and that one kind of very, like, very, like, sarcastic look of Alana tells everything you need to know about her. Right, because they frame it, that, yeah. that initial bubble, that because he's, like, looking at their daughter and he's like, oh, we need, or it's just literally, we have hope. And it's the the image of that is the daughter. Mm-hmm. And then the next image is of Alana, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> but then the the exposition, the voice of the, the baby is put in and it's it's a lot like um the narrating in um arrested development mm-hmm. it just pops in and out where it's like yeah i think this they did not think that <laughs> so. um I, I i don't know this is totally you know i don't want to impose what i'm thinking onto you as you read the story but like i'm all the narration i'm reading in like an ellen page voice huh like so when it says like mm-hmm. um the daughter's name i don't want to give it away but it's like my name is blank yeah you know um when they have that conversation as the narration i could just like what for whatever reason i hear it in my head as like her coming in to do that narration interesting there there's oh, certain so, characters so weird <laughs> i've i've put voices to you know like big ones like captain america batman superman all them mm-hmm. um these characters I haven't like made a voice for them yet, especially not the baby yet. I haven't thought of one. I just I, and mm. it, it's more or less just the way that the narration was written. Yeah, I can definitely see like an Ellen Page style actress reading those roles, reading those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just funny because I, I I literally just realized that like <laughs> I was reading it <laughs> like that and I read it again in my head and went, oh, I just you know I recognize the voice I'm using um, for that narration, but. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. And besides that, and they, they immediately call back to Jason Statham when I first looked. In. Um, I I haven't, you know, and I and I would never want to say, oh, this character is this person or this person is this person, but um, yeah. So who? I do have a question. You said you do have put um voices to other big name characters. Mm-hmm. Who who is the voice you hear if you are reading a Batman comic? It is actually the voice from the animated series. Yes, it's a hundred and ten deeper kind of gravel, not like mm-hmm. Rachel, but that like deeper, like very manly kind of voice. Is what I oh, think. Oh, absolutely, and it's he, the guy who plays him, and I, I need to find it really quick because he, um, he's like done the Batman voice like the most. Oh, has he? Uh, Ke- Kevin Conroy. That's who it is. Huh. Like he is like okay. the most famous Batman voice actor, which is funny you said that because he's also does the Batman voice in all the Arkham games. Right. I know uh, Mark Hamill does Joker's Joker, and like that's when I think of Joker, I would yeah. think of Mark Hamill's animated series voice. I when I hear their voices, I think a lot of like the voice actors, like from mm-hmm. the cartoons. I've been trying to watch uh, Marvel's Avengers on Hulu, and um. Cap's voice is always kind of like that that cartoon character, kind of just deeper, not not Chris Evans, but like a more right, like strong voice, I guess. I don't know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But so issue one, yeah, saga is very good. Yeah, super so duper good. good. Um, um, I'm hooked. I will be reading more of this moving forward. Yeah, but when I was texting you about it earlier uh, this week, or not this week, last week, two weeks ago, when we were like discussing what to do for this episode, I yeah. think when we decided on Saga, I was like, "You, this is this is the one that's gonna hook hook you in," because it's 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 <laughs> yeah. just good. It's just it good. good storytelling. It's good character work. It's good lore, like world building, where it's not like we said, it doesn't just 
spoon feed you like this is this planet this is what they do mm-hmm. they i don't think it's this issue but maybe next issue they talk about a gun called the heartbreaker and they literally it's like i'm taking my heartbreaker they're like it's not gonna hurt it's like and that's all you hear until like two issues later and it, it comes into play i'm like oh, it's just <laughs> it's just good stuff like that and stuff that you just have that, to take i think um mm-hmm. i think there's a line dropped um, by Marco and it's like it's really funny to me he's like have you seen the statistics of what happens when families have those in their home Dude, and I was yeah. like laughing so hard <laughs> they're they're it, very she's, she's like yeah. shut up yeah no they're very well written characters like Brian K. Vaughn is very good at writing realistic characters you know what I mean yeah yeah exactly and I was like that is definitely something a like concerned dad would oh, say yeah. definitely <laughs> Listen, I jumped off a picnic table today trying to catch Miles from falling down steps into our backyard. Oh, Jesus. Didn't fall, though. He just looked at me and laughed. Good good dad move. Good dad move. But no. So, out of... Trying to think, what's a strange thing from this comic? There's so many strange things. Out of ten lying cats, zero out of ten lying... I don't know. What would you rate rate this? I'm trying, (laughs) You tried. I tried. I, I, I believe in you. Uh, thank you. Um, I, especially with this being the first issue and just getting into it, um, probably get an eight point five. Look at there. Nine. Look at there. Look at there. I'm gonna give um, it a nine because I think I think there is a lot of room, and I'm very interested to see where it goes. And there's a lot of room to grow. Oh yeah. No, it's I'm I'm giving it a nine myself, um, because I love it. And right. I, I know that it does grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love like how much it um, introduces you into this world. Right. And all the lore that's just, it's just built up and built up. And then all these characters that you learn like little pieces of them. And it's, it's just good. It's just good storytelling. Just good stuff. It is. That's good stuff. Uh, Speaking of good stuff. Yeah, man. Everybody listening to this podcast, you are good stuff. We appreciate you. Uh, we we could not do this without you. I mean, we could, but it'd be, you know, we would not record it. No. <laughs> because there'd be no one to listen. That's true. That's very true. Um, how about that transition? Um, that was strong. Was, Your transition was, game good. has been strong here of late. It's been good, I'm very right? proud of you. <laughs> You've been taking I think classes. it decreases it when you call it out, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we just wanted to, to end it right there um, and just say that we appreciate you listening to this. This is kind of a new thing for us to take something that's not super popular and well-known and talk about that and introduce you guys to it. Yeah. And just share that and say, you know, check it out. If this you're looking for something new yeah. to read or get into, this is a this is an available thing that you can go look at. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so, yeah. any any closing words for the people? Um, we're on Twitter. We are the best podcast. We're on Facebook at the best podcast. I don't know if you do the at sign, but the, the the best podcast. You'll see our super cool logo. Um, done by the great Hannah Matthews at Hanner oh, Hanner Solo. Hannah Solo is her Twitter handle. Shout out to Hannah. I, I, every time I see our I smile. picture, I love it so much. Um, listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. Um, if you haven't listened to the D&D Stranger Things Season 3 hype-up episodes, check those out. Super fun. They're, they're so fun to make. Um, we hope you guys enjoy those. Definitely. And if you want us to do more, um, just let us know. Yeah. If you have any suggestions... Comment on the, the yeah, iTunes we, thing. I learned you can do we that. We love suggestions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Comment and leave reviews on iTunes um, or tweet at us. That's a great way to get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we both have access to that Twitter account on our phone, so one of us will check it for sure. Um, and let us if you have questions, if you have topics you want us to talk about, we are very open to suggestion. Just let us know. Yeah. If we're wrong about something, let us know. Um, yep, yeah, we will fit. We will correct ourselves if we are wrong, and we will be yeah. wrong a lot moving forward. I'm just gonna say we're not perfect. <laughs> mm. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that, but you know, all right, all right pretty great, pretty great guy. Um, 
<laughs> no, that's that's all I've got. If there's anything that else you want to bring to this table, I've got to pretty empty. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm tapped out. We will be back on Saturday with a new episode of Stranger Things, and then again be back Tuesday to bring you more best podcast content. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, gang. Griffin, I hope you enjoy your 4th of July. I really want you to... I hope you enjoy your 4th of July, I'm going to, too. You know. God bless you, and God bless America. Bye.